Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Thank you so much for joining me on Mission Driven with AC Cristales. We're back. Me and Jose breaking down Cobra Kai season two. We're going to talk about episode four entitled The Moment of Truth. So to get started, I'm going to go ahead and read the synopsis of this episode. And it goes like this. Daniel makes another attempt to promote Miyagi-Do and receives guidance in a familiar form. Johnny grows suspicious about Kreese's backstory. A new Cobra Kai student challenges Miguel and befriends Aisha while Robbie revisits a past he'd rather forget. What's up, Jose? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Just back again, breaking down this awesome show. <laughs> hey, back back where you belong, baby. Back on top. <laughs> All right, man. Tell us about one of your top scenes from this episode, episode four, season two. I'm going to start with the beginning, man, the opening scene. Uh, you see Dimitri. Uh, Dimitri gets some screen time. Over. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In the previous episode, you know, he was enjoying some of the uh, gains without the pains. That's, I think, using his words. Mm -hmm. And um, so now he's, you know, what is it? Had a little change of heart. And Eli Hawk has been kind of pushing him to join Cobra Kai. And um, so he's finally taking that step. You know, he he comes into the dojo and uh, Kreese is the only one there. Yeah. So he's a little bit relieved because, you know, he's like, oh, I thought it was, you know, he thought it was going to be Johnny and Johnny, you know, always gives him crap. (laughs) So he was relieved that it's Crease. And uh, right away, he starts setting some ground rules. He wanted to (laughs) uh, let Crease know that, yeah, he's 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 ready to join. But he wants he would like a flag football approach. Those are using his words. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's like, he wants to hit and kick without actually getting hit or kicked. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. and keep in mind, this is crease. He's telling us too, sure. you know, who he knows nothing the, about, you know, he knows right, nothing exactly. about Kreese. Yeah. And, you know, crease is the authoritative figure. He doesn't take orders. He gives, no <laughs> you doubt, know, for sure. But see, Demetri didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, then out of the blue, he decides to critique critique his snake tattoo that he has. Creases. <laughs> Creases snake yeah, tattoo. For sure. Yes. And so you get the after that, you get the impression that some kind of altercation occurred because you see Dimitri running out with like a bloody nose. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and so it doesn't show, but you just get that impression. But he's Dimitri is really the first character to kind of see Crease's true colors. Yeah, you know, like but, actually see. But I have to say, Dimitri's a pretty annoying guy, man. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, touching that's... his touching his, you know, <laughs> tattoo. Like I don't know about you, man, but if somebody, you know, was to you know touch what? my tattoo, no. I'd probably be like, "Yo, dude, don't what you touch me for, man?" You know. <laughs> exactly, and you know what? He even mentioned personal space. Yeah, and yet here he goes. You know, not pretty much disregarding Crease's personal exactly, space. Exactly, exactly. You know, just just annoying, annoying, annoying to meet yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, the writers, you know, establishing another character, and you know, that's just something that <laughs> I know I mentioned in, in the previous episodes. You know, so far this season, you know, Miguel's kind of um, been on the back burner, and again, he was to me the heart and soul of season one. 
Um, we saw mm-hmm. Miguel in the past yes. episodes. He's, you know, episode three, you know, he got it back with, with the conversation with Johnny at the diner. Yeah. But here we go. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with this. You know, the, the, the writers establishing, you know, another character, but that's what they're doing with the Michi. So, yeah, perfect, man. You know, like you, you broke it down perfectly. You know, he comes out and we don't see the altercation, but we know something happened because he comes out scared yeah. and he has that bloody nose. So, yeah, for sure. So what else, man? The next one I'm going to go to, which I think is the next scene, is you got Sam and Robbie at um, Yagi-Do. Mm-hmm. You know, there you see Robbie uh, hitting the punching bag. And uh, they're a little disappointed after what happened at Valley yeah. Fest. <laughs> you know? No doubt. So Robbie's kind of brainstorming. He's like, hey, we need to put a video of us fighting. Yeah. You know, and uh, saying that Miyagi-Do is too defensive. But Sam replies, well, that's what wins championships. Yeah. Defense. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, but then. But what does Robbie uh, respond with? I like what he says. But people show up for the offense. Yeah, for yes, sure. people, people show up, up for the offense. offense. Hey, Kyler Murray, baby, Sunday, Kyler yeah. Murray. You know that <laughs> offense. <laughs> I had to throw that in there, man. Anyways, go ahead. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, also, did you notice like a small Easter egg in that scene? The banana boat. Or no, no, no. no. Okay. Be- before, before that, Sam says, uh, "So what? We should go to the mall and pick a fight." record ourselves uh defending defending or record yeah yeah or record a video did she, say, did she say the mall i think she did okay i know she said uh should we go record ourselves fighting but i didn't hear the mall okay yeah which is kind of a you know kind of lead up to what's gonna happen yeah okay right yeah what's gonna happen yeah. so yeah so that's one definitely one of the ones i wrote down just for that little easter egg right there yeah okay yeah for sure but then uh you know what? Now that you mentioned the banana boat, yeah, that's the one that's next. You yeah. know, or that that scene ties into it because, you know, uh, Daniel's fixing his yellow car, and uh, Sam comes to him and says, "Hey, Dad, are you gonna come back and teach us any karate?" Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Daniel, out of nowhere, just shares the story about his first sales job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, how. Uh, how he outsold this guy who was like the top who thought he was so much of himself and he just used you know the techniques that mr miyagi told him about treating people with honesty and looking them in the eye to earn their trust for sure and and so again he thinks of another way to help out to help the recruitment um for miyagi do yeah so and that's a that's a good lesson i wrote that down as well you know he said uh use uh we're going to use a more personal touch we're going to yeah. look people in the eye and connect with them. That's the only way we're going to be successful. And yeah. so, uh, like I was talking about in the last episode, man, it's not enough to to have a college degree or to put in an application. You know, just, you know, again, we're, we're, we're using this information from this show to apply it to real life situations, man. And, you know, people think, well, I put in the application in. Well, I got a degree. But, man, there's more that you have to do in order to to get a job or to get a promotion. You know, you have to use that personal touch. You have to look people in the eye. You have to connect with them. You know, me as a speaker, man, that's one of the things that that I really I really do my best to 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 connect with people, man, whether it's, you know, before the gig, after the gig, just the way that I treat people. I want people to be like, yo, whenever you deal with AC Cristales, dude's a good guy. You know, he's not you know, he's not just putting on a show when he's up there speaking because there are people like that, Monty. There are people like that. There are speakers like that specifically mm-hmm. who they act all positive, you know, on the stage and then off the stage. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 jerks, man. 
they treat people bad. They're divas. You know what I'm saying? Bo Dallas. You know, you know what I'm talking Bo about. Dallas, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so that's the I thing. Was dude. Thinking, I was thinking of it too. I was. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? And so, yeah. anyways, man, so that that to me is go ties into what Mr. Miyagi Todd Daniels. It's about integrity. It's about who you are, not just on the stage, but off the stage. And that's how I apply it to my life, bro. You know, not yeah. just because who I am on the stage. I want you to be like, yo, when I talk to AC off the stage he's the same cool guy as well you know what i'm saying bro so exactly yeah yeah personal touch just personal touch no doubt man so yeah dude so take us to the uh one of the your next top scenes it's it's got to be at the dojo uh (laughs) okay (laughs) you got uh, johnny crease and hawk and miguel and another character aisha Um, right yes aisha so crease is sharing some stories you know some like battle stories and uh you know, Hawks is Hawk is intrigued. He's like, "Wow, yeah, that's for sure. yeah. something about taking down warlords, warlords, warlords or something yeah. like, yeah, or something like that." But at the same time, then Johnny comes out. You know, he welcomes new recruits to the dojo. Yeah, and he notices Raymond. Okay, before you talk about that, though, I want to I want to say yeah. this real quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That uh, I like this. You know, again, I I love what Crease uh, said. So Hawk, like you said, you know, he's into the story. And he asked, how many warlords did you kill? And Kreese replied, do you keep count of every ant you you stop or something like that? Do you keep, do you keep oh, count? Yeah. I, I like that. And right there, you know, I don't know if you noticed this. Miguel, you can tell that Miguel's not really buying into it, man. He's not buying it. He's yeah. not buying into it, you know, um, because, you know, Kreese's stories don't add up. You know, he talked about Mogadishu is in Somalia. Well, that's what uh, Miguel said. You know, Mogadishu is in Somalia. Rwanda is a different country. So, man, we see that Miguel is smart and that they kind of hinted at that in season one. You know, when Sam said, I'm sure you did great when he was taking his PSAT. So Miguel's a smart kid. You know, we kind of, yeah. you know, I, I know we're, we're looking at this, you know, through a lot, you know, deeper lens, man. But um, just with that, too, correcting Crease because the kids were all mesmerized. Like, it's like right. you can. You can you can tell a kid a story about anything and unless they really know it, they're like, Oh really? You know what I'm saying? So uh, exactly. Miguel was like, nah, you know, that doesn't really add up. So I love that Miguel, again, he's already, he's seen through the BS and that's what I put right. in my notes. He's seen through the BS, but then you're right. The new, the new recruits, <laughs> they fall in, fall in in neat rows yeah. and lines. And then we see, go ahead, tell us. Is it right? You're talking Raymond. about Raymond, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah Raymond. And uh, so right away, Johnny uh, goes up, hey, parents uh, aren't allowed. It's an insurance thing. And Raymond's like, I'm not a dad, you know, <laughs> but he wants to learn karate. <laughs> no, he says, I, I, I am. I, I'm here to kick some ass, sir. <laughs> I'm here to kick some ass, sir. <laughs> and then he's and then he goes off and he's like, "Hey, my mom doesn't charge me rent, yeah. so I have cash to burn." And he get, I, it looks like a twenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it probably wasn't twenty or a Benji. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny just takes it. And he's like, "This is a trial run, or this is just a trial." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, parents can't stay for class. It's an insurance thing. I'm not a dad. I, I am here to kick some ass, sir. Do I know you from somewhere? Oh yeah, the um, I sold you the mirror. We kind of bonded. Talked about my rock bands. Look, you're a little old. This is a class for teenagers. Well, I, I can take them. <laughs> I'm not afraid of kids, sir. And and my mom, she doesn't charge me rent, so I just I got a lot of cash to burn 
Yeah. We'll consider this a trial run. I thought my last group of recruits was pathetic. But if you do what I tell you to do, you'll at least have a chance of becoming a fighter. But to do that, you got to fight. Oh, yeah, man. consider this a trial run. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, he issues a challenge. Does anyone want to take on the champ? And, of course, he's talking about Miguel. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you see the new character being introduced. Tori. Tori. Yes. Sure. She's like, I'll take him on. Yeah. And he's and she's a little cocky, a little yeah. arrogant. You know, she's like, I saw your demo at Valley Fest. And he's like, can you guys actually fight? Yeah, for <laughs> or, sure. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, Johnny says, you know, that's that sounds like a challenge. And Tori responds, I like a challenge. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. and then she gets and then, of course, she gets into it with Miguel. They spar a little bit. Tori doesn't back down, man. She but in doesn't. the end, yeah, Miguel, you know, Miguel takes her down. And then right when Miguel thinks it's over, she flips him over, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> and then, uh, one of the connections, of course, that you probably got yeah. is, you know, I'm Miguel, and she's like, Tori, with a Y. Yeah, for sure. Kind of like Allie with an I. Allie with an I, no doubt. No doubt. So, yeah, dude, that was a great scene because it, it established Tori as, as as a badass. I mean, it really did right. establish her as a badass. She didn't back down to the challenge. Um, I like, you know, here's what I want to point out, though. Again, Miguel. Miguel, you know, he was hesitant. He's not like Johnny, dude. You know, he's not like mm -hmm. Johnny ready to take it to Tori and fight her. You know, he was hesitant. He's like, are you, you sure you want to do this? So to me, man, he, he's he's this gentleman, man. He's this, you know, 16-year-old gentleman. And so he's like, all right, you know. He, and even with that, he's like, did you see that coming? You know, and so they're fighting. So it was, it was a pretty cool scene. I like that fight scene it with is, them. Yeah. And I like what Johnny said, too, before they started to train. He said, you have a chance to become a fighter. But to do that, you have to fight. It's simple, man. It's, a, it's yeah. a simple lesson right there. You know what I'm saying? You know, anything that you want to do, you have to actually do it. You can't just say, hey, I'm going to do this. It's like, you know, kids, man, in, in middle school that I work with, you know, they want to be on the football team. Or you ask them, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they say, I want to play football. And like, well, do you play on the team? No. Well, how the hell is that going to happen? You know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and kids say that I want to no do this. I want, yeah, I want to do this. I want to be a basketball player, but they're not on the basketball team. I want to be a football player, but they don't practice. Like that stuff doesn't jive. So, yeah, I love what Johnny said. Hey, you have a chance to become a fighter, but to do that, simple. You, you have to fight. fight. You have to get into the action, man. So, yeah, and I definitely love the connection, Tori with a Y, and uh, <laughs> same as Allie with an I. So, uh, go ahead, man. Take us to the next scene. The next one is Aisha and Tori at the mini mart, man. Okay. I, this one's this one's a little, um, you know, it's, it's important, I think, because, you know, Aisha's a little bummed out because her mom said, hey, you want, you have to come to the beach club. And so she's dreading going. Tori's like, oh, my God, that sounds so miserable. And Aisha tells her right here, this is like this girl Sam's going to be there and we're not on good terms. Mm -hmm. So she's already putting Sam in a bad light, kind of laying a foundation, Yeah, you know, about Sam that isn't good, that isn't positive. Yeah. And uh, so Tori ends up, you know, agreeing to go. But before that, she admires the little bracelet that she's wearing, mm -hmm. something about like she had to use it at the mall. Some guy. <laughs> yeah. To, but, and, it, like, and it goes back to what I just said. You know, she, she's a badass. You don't, don't mess with her. Exactly. So, yeah, that's definitely what, what I wrote down. It's just kind of already making Sam, a uh, bad person, putting her in a bad light before mm -hmm. you even get to know her, before yeah. you even get to meet her, you know. And Aisha and Sam have been friends for a long time. Just you, they just had a what disagreement or a bad moment. 
Yeah, there's just disagreement. Yeah, no doubt. They're just fighting about their dojos. And we're going to get into that, I'm sure, you know, later later in the episode where they actually have a conversation. Um, But I like what Daniel said. I'm going to go back just a little bit where uh, Sam is like, so you're expecting, you know, kids to listen to their parents. Are you counting on that? You're counting on kids to listen to parents. And Daniel said, no, I'm counting on parents to do whatever it takes to protect their kids. So. I like that. So yeah, yeah, that was one, good. Too. On the ride over to the beach. On the club. ride over <laughs> to the beach club for sure, man. So, anyways, uh, some some little uh, more Dimitri, right? With the uh, yeah, he's like, stop being a stop being a bitch, Dimitri, right? <laughs> yes. and you know what snitches? You know what snitches get? Just what do they stitches. get? Stitches. Nah, but what did Dimitri say? They get immunity. Oh, oh, immunity. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. Absolutely, yeah. you're right. Yeah, because uh, he's trying to basically trying to warn Hawk and everybody, hey, Crease beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the only one who sees and, that it was bad is Miguel. It's Miguel, yeah, because yeah. he goes to Johnny later in that scene, and he's like, I'm, I'm worried about Mr. Crease, you yeah. know? And kind of like he, like you said, he doesn't really trust him. Doesn't yeah. He's starting to see through his BS. Yeah. And Johnny kind of, you know, puts it aside or just says it's complicated. He's had his issues, but... Everybody deserves a second chance is what he said. No doubt. And he pretty much, he thinks he's got the situation under control. Johnny does. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, definitely Dimitri's trying to warn him. Yeah. (laughs) And and Miguel's trying to warn Johnny, you know, and And Miguel's trying to warn Johnny. Yeah. Here's my thing with that, dude. I I think that, that Johnny, you know, kind of reverted back to, to, uh, not disclosing what he, what he knows about crease because he could have told right. Miguel like, look, yeah, this guy has had some issues, you know? And of course, you know, what kid is really going to question an adult, you know, as an adult, you'd be like, well, what issues, what issues are you talking about? What issues are you referring to? And Miguel obviously right. didn't do that because again, he's a teenager. What, what teenager is really going to question an adult? But uh, maybe if Johnny would have said, well, he did this and this and this, you know, crease did this, he did this, you know, maybe he would have seen like, Oh man, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't trust this guy. So, again, exactly. it's just kind of just laying, you know. But I, I love Miguel because again, he's watching now for he's watching now for for Johnny, man. So, for sure. Yeah, their bond got even stronger after last season. Oh yeah, or last episode. After yeah. the last episode, no doubt. And and again, you know, I think he felt more comfortable to go and say, "Hey, you know, something's up. Are you sure about this yeah. guy? Are you sure about Crease? His stories don't add up." But uh, yeah, man. And so then, dude, then it takes us back to the beach scene and and um. The scenes that stand out, right, to me, where uh, Sam and, and Aisha are talking and they're kind of just, you know, you know, saying, well, it's your fault. Well, no, it's your fault. And your dad messed this up. And, well, you guys did this. But I love this, man. Um, Aisha said, so Cobra Kai is wrong. And she and said, Sam. it's not wrong. It's just and Sam can't finish that. So can't right there, bro, she can't even she can't even, you know, say what's wrong with Cobra Kai. It's just because her dad has infiltrated her mind with Cobra Kai being yeah. bad. What else did you get from that? No, that's exactly it, man. Yeah, that's what I had written down. It's just, basically, it's just different from Miyagi-Do, and Daniel has basically filled her head with this narrative that they're bad and they're wrong, but at one point, Sam's like, these are my friends. I go to, She goes to school with them. She sees the side that Daniel doesn't see. Yeah. You know, because Daniel's only focused on Cobra Kai. Yeah. But there's more to these characters besides Cobra Kai no in doubt. real in real life. So yeah, totally, man. I caught that scene too as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And so uh 
I think what, what, another thing that stood out, and again, you know, there were a lot of scenes in this, you know, they're kind of yeah. jumping from different places and I it was just, going back and forth, it was going back sure. and forth, you know, and not even to like specific characters. So it went from crease, it went from Dimitri and then it goes, the one that I want to talk about, it went for, um, from Amanda talking to Robbie. So Robbie yes. is getting kicked out. He, well, he, the, the manager wants to kick Robbie out, but Amanda LaRusso, you know, takes, you know, which is Daniel's wife you know, takes up for him and, and he just tells her, Hey, I wasn't who I, you know, I wasn't the person that I am today. I made some mistakes. And I love what she said, you know, real simple. We all make mistakes, but it's what we do next that counts. Next counts. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely. I had that scene too. You know, she doesn't think negatively right away. She just has Robbie's back, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and like I said, Robbie's help discloses, Hey, you know, we did, I did some things I wasn't proud of. And the man is like, you didn't hurt anybody, right? It's like, yeah. no, 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 nothing like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, like she said, she she says we all make mistakes, but what we do next counts. Yeah. I definitely wrote that down, man, because you know, again, Robbie's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Robbie seeing how good they, how good Daniel and Amanda are to him, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a complete one eighty from where where he was. Yeah, <laughs> you for know? sure. And even the the type of support that he's getting, you know, I know that we talked about on um one of the episodes prior episodes about his mom not really being there for him in fact she's not there right, right? he's having to live with the she's still in mexico <laughs> she's still in cabo right she's still in cabo drinking some mai tais or something and so yeah you know she's getting support from you know from a, a mom a motherly support so which is good so and then you know we um again it's 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 very there's a lot of jumps a lot of jumps in this episode but i just want to point this out i like what what crease said if it's a war you're looking for you got one oh yes this is on the phone yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then johnny sees that right and um so he's asking him what's all that about and he's like gives him the story about how he's at this hotel and um they took one they had an instrument or they took one of his watches or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and johnny's not really buying it you know yeah and um so as he leaves johnny grabs his keys and he and he you know begins to follow him yeah you know and again it jumps back to the beach just, yeah and just it jumps back where daniel's trying to you know recruit you know uh students and by talking to parents that's this is his plan now right his plan now is right. to do that and then i just love aisha's mom you know, selling, yep. selling up Cobra Kai. And that's what, <laughs> as they say, man, as they say, the best marketing is word of mouth. You know, yep. so that's the best marketing you can do, man. Like, hey, did you see this movie? Did you watch the show? Did you try this restaurant? I mean, yeah, ads are good, but man, word of mouth always wins. So, hey, just, just a reminder to people listening, word of mouth, give it up for mission driven. All right. So, but uh, yeah, what else did you get from, from the beach scene? Because a lot of good stuff happened in those next couple of scenes at the beach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, basically Daniel's plan backfires because Sandra tells him, you know, what great work Cobra Kai did and how Sensei Lawrence has done for Aisha, that he gave her confidence and gave her tough. Um, and so Daniel's just like, you know, again, another failure. Yeah. But but then right after that, I, I believe it's the scene where Amanda tells Robbie and Sam that her wallet's missing. Is that the ne- that's the next scene? No, the, 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 well... The next scene is actually when Tori, what I wrote down, Tori establishes who oh. she is, you know, so we see again right, at the right. beginning when, when the scene you talked about when they were at the convenience store, she kind of said, hey, you know, you know, I have this, this, you know, wristband or whatever, not oh, a wristband, yes, yes. but this bracelet, excuse me. And this one, you know, again, 
it established that, you know, she's tr- she's a troubled teen. That's what I wrote down, man, because she's stealing right, alcohol. She's stealing vodka. Right. And she's telling uh, Aisha to, to drink and she's calling Sam a nun. And, you know, Aisha, you know, succumbs, man. She she gives into the peer pressure, peer pressure, you know. Yeah. And so that's that's what we see. That's what we see. And then I'm sure I'm sure you wrote this down, bro. So break the de- break down the scene where the guy is fishing and he looks like Miyagi from a distance because that's, <laughs> that's what happens next. Yeah, that's when Daniel's kind of like down, man. Because yeah. again, walking on the beach, had, man. Walking on the beach, and you got the original music playing. <laughs> yeah. And then he sees somebody fishing, and of course he's wearing the regular brown attire that Miyagi used to wear in the originals. Yeah. And, with the hat. Um, with the hat. Yeah. And so he he approaches him, thinking, okay, it's kind of like a mirage type scene where he thinks he's seeing Mr. Miyagi, but as he gets closer, he realizes it's not. And um. So the guy's fishing, and, and, and I think he says, "Can I help you?" Or yeah. and Daniel tells him, "You remind me of a friend, or uh, of an old friend." Yeah. And the fisherman says, "Your old friend likes to fish." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh yeah, he was much better than I was." Yeah, yeah. And then Daniel notices that he hasn't um, hasn't caught anything yet. Yeah. And uh, this is where the fisherman drops a pretty good quote. He man. does. And he I wrote does. this down. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, if you have something worth." fighting for eventually the fish will come to you you just have to be patient yeah i I like that can i help you no i'm sorry you just look like an old friend your friend you like to fish yeah he, he did he was better than i ever was too many bites, huh? Not yet. Plenty still out there. If you got something worth biting, eventually the fish will find you. Just have to be patient. That's a yeah, that's so a that great that's a great lesson right there, man. If you it have something is, worth biting, worth biting, eventually the fish will find you. So <laughs> that's good, man. You know, you have to be patient. You know, that's the thing. If you have a business idea or any type of a book or a podcast or, or something, man. You just gotta, <laughs> man. You just gotta stay faithful to it, man, and be patient. And you know, eventually, people are gonna find. You know, they're gonna find you. So yeah, I like that. Absolutely, yeah. So what else? Then, then it jumps to the scene where to the where, scene, where yeah. her wallet is missing. Absolutely, and then of course, Robbie already, already you can tell he knows what's going down. Mm-hmm. He knows who's behind it and everything. He tells them, he tells uh, Amanda and uh, Sam, you know, I'm going to go to the beach. Maybe somebody turned it into the lifeguard, but he already knew what yeah, happened, exactly. what was going on. Yeah. And, um, and Sam, on the other hand, she goes to confront uh, Aisha Tori. and Tori. Yeah. Well, mainly Tori. You're right. Mainly yeah. Tori, because of what you mentioned that she stole some vodka and she would yeah. steal silverware and nobody would notice and yeah. stuff like that. And so Robbie's at the beach. He encounters his old pals from season one. Yeah. And um, he, but before that, he sets up his uh, phone to record a video because he's thinking he's got this under control. He's going to use his karate and save the day in a way. Yeah, he's going to he's going to do the 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 plan that him and Sam talked about at the beginning of the episode. Right. Sam talking about they're going to record and then they're going to upload it on on the internet. And then they said, "What you forgot? This was a three man job because yeah. he gets hit from behind." Exactly. <laughs> so know? they they set up Robbie. They they you know they get him down, and so yeah. And then uh, then it goes back to uh, I think uh, Tori and Sam and Aisha, 
And Aisha says, or Tori pretty much denies having anything to do with it. But Sam, you know, becomes aggressive and actually tries to grab her purse. And then Tori pushes her and she falls on the table. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the food falls on her, which oh, is a connection her, to her. what uh, what happened to her dad the in part pasta. one. Yeah, you know, the yeah, food falls exactly. on her. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. And then it goes back. And, of course, you see Robbie in trouble and Daniel's there to save the day. You know, he beats up those three guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And actually, and, before and, that, there was a scene where uh, Chris is trying to beat up that guy at the halfway house. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, halfway house. <laughs> and so the lady, and this is where we see the truth about Crease, right? Where the lady said, hey, do you yeah. want to go back to sleeping at a bus stop? So this is where we see that Crease was lying. But then, like you said, it goes back to the beach house and Daniel shows up. And hey, what does Daniel do, man? He defeats those three guys, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I like what he, he said uses, at the end. He said, okay, your grandpa know how to move like that. You, oh, yeah, that's right, because I had said that he looked old as a grandpa <laughs> and dude he's he's really i think he's like 61 man he looks yeah he's over 61 Johnny, yeah like in real life though i'm saying like in man, real life like yeah. ralph Mato's like 61 or 62 man so and for him to be doing that that's that's pretty good ralph Mato. right so yeah man so yeah he they he, you know he tears up those guys robbie videotapes it but then it's probably from for me it's probably one of the one of the best scenes you know when uh mm-hmm. When Johnny finally talks to Crease and he kind of oh, yeah. says, "Hey, at the shelter, yeah, he kind of says, "Hey, man, like, what's what's up?" So tell us about that. And I, like I said, anything. I yeah, add. no, it's just you see, this is you're talking about when Crease and Johnny are at the shelter, just right? Have, and they uh-huh. have a little sit they're down. Sitting at, they're sitting on the bed. Yes. Yeah, they're sitting on the bed, and basically, just Crease just pours out his heart, man. You know yeah. what I mean? He confesses that he tried to re-enlist, but to be a psychiatrist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't allow him. And he briefly mentions his war buddy who tried to help him out, which I think, think he's that talking is? about who Terry that Silver. Is? <laughs> yeah, Terry for real. Yeah, yeah. Part three. Yeah. But he said it felt more like a handout. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he said for the past 10 years, he's just been living in shelters, man. Yeah. Broken. And then he's like, and then I got old. Yeah. You know? So he's really down, man. He's vulnerability. He you is. Know? He is, for sure. Yeah. And, and here, uh, you know, before you go to continue with that, I just want to. I love what he said to Johnny. He's like, look, and I think Johnny asked him, like, why didn't you tell me or something? And if you think about it, it's similar to Miguel never asked Johnny why he didn't tell him, but you could kind of see that that's what Miguel was thinking. And so Mm -hmm. Miguel, Johnny, father, son relationship, Johnny, crease, father, son relationship. Yeah. And so uh, the crease tells him, you knew me when I was on top, Johnny. That's kind right. of hard yeah. to let that go and what i wrote down man it's you ever notice man that when you're going through you don't really want to let people know you know what i'm saying you don't even, it's hard to let people see or know that you failed um so you hide right you hide and hide and to me i've never really understood that man i get it i get that sometimes people don't want to feel like failures but to me there's a power in being transparent and so i'll just say this man uh I remember when I started my blog, um, because I used to blog before I, I did podcasts, man, and I would just be upfront. And I and I hope, man, I hope that even in my podcast, I'm very upfront and transparent that I don't have all the answers to my life, man. I'm I'm learning as we're going, and that's kind of like as I encourage others, I encourage myself. But I had a buddy that told me like, "Hey, AC, man," he's like, "Dude, sometimes you sound like you're down and this and that, and like you need to fake it till you make it." And I was like. 
I can't be like that, man. I can't fake it. I have to be real. I have to be me. But I understand why people would do that, right? I understand why people would kind of not want to let people know that they're down and out. But to me, again, there's power and transparency, man. So, right, you know, yeah. so we see Crease. You know, he finally opens up and tells him, like you said, bro, you broke it down perfectly. He's been doing this. He's been doing that. It wasn't really true about him being in Panama and Afghanistan. He was lying about that. He said things it's a Tahiti trip. Yeah, Tahiti <laughs> trip. He said things got tough after he lost the dojo. And so, yeah, you know, um, I like what he said. But with all this shit I've seen in my life, I feel like a broken man. And that, boy, there it is, transparency, right, honesty. Yeah. And that's when exactly. that's where freedom comes to, you know, just being just open. The, like, like weight lifted off his shoulders. Exactly. Man. So tell us what else you got from that, because there's a little a lot more lines, good lines in that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then he's like, you know, when he heard that you had brought Cobra Kai back, he had to, you know, he had to see for himself. I think that's what he said. And before he, you know, again, he's really down, very sad. But then Johnny tells him, you know, that sounds a lot like defeat. And I was taught defeat doesn't exist in this dojo. And you know why Johnny says that? And and I don't don't mean to interrupt you, but this is important. No, 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 it's cool. Because he, uh, Crease was like, I don't really think I can be fixed. Oh, I didn't catch he that. He said okay. that, yeah. So Chris was like, you know, after he said, um, but with all the shit I've seen in my life, I feel like a broken man, Johnny. I don't really think I can be fixed. Bro, that's that's some vulnerability there. And that's where Johnny says what you just says, said. So say that again. He's like, that sounds a lot like defeat. And I was taught that defeat doesn't exist in this dojo, does it? Yeah. And then John, and then Chris replies, uh, yes. All right. Does he say yes and say? Nah, dude. Uh, Johnny. Johnny continues, dude. Johnny. Johnny's dope in this scene because he says Cobra Kai wouldn't exist without John Kreese. Without you. Without. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's and he right. says you want a chance to redeem yourself. You got it. But you got to try to do I things do my, my way. My way. Yeah. That, that work okay, for you. Yeah. And then he says yes, Sensei. Yes, and so sensei. with that man, I love it because Johnny recognizes that Kreese is a man who needs redemption. <laughs> Johnny can sympathize with him because Johnny's been the same way. And that's, I'm telling you, bro, that's why there's power in being transparent. Because, man, when you're honest about your failures and somebody else around you that's that's close to you that you love has failed too, you can't be arrogant and think, well, why'd you fail? What's wrong with you? Nah, dude, when you know that you failed too, you can be like, you know, bro, it's all good. I failed too. But, hey, this is what right. I did to, to, to overcome that. You see, so I love that, man, because Johnny's like, look, I can sympathize with this guy. You know, hey, you think you can't be fixed? Come on, dude. Exactly what you said. That sounds like defeat, but we can because Johnny's kind of fixing himself. You know, Johnny felt right. that way as well. And so I love that, man. And I, I wrote this down, dude. Johnny giving Crease a chance, even after he was lied to, because Crease did lie. That was yeah. grace, man. That was like Johnny just being, just giving him grace. Crease didn't deserve that, but Johnny gave him grace. You know, he, he wants to help crease out because he knows that redemption is possible so powerful scene you know we probably you is, know, dove yeah. into it a little bit more than than what most people <laughs> would have but uh that's again it's all about the connections that you make so anything else from that scene no i mean you pretty much t- i mean one of the other things is just basically you know you see johnny pretty much giving him a second shot yeah. you know an opportunity for a second shot but crease is crease and he still hasn't picked up on on the manipulation that he's been using, yeah. you know, but that'll 
unfold as the season goes on. And it actually, know. I think, and we're, we'll talk about this because there's one more scene before we get to that, but I think we see it unfold in the last scene of this episode. <laughs> I know bef- exactly what yeah, you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? about? Okay, yeah, but before yeah, we go with that, uh, we mm-hmm. it cuts back again. And again, this is not, we're not trying to recap, but uh, it's important to the story. So um, obviously Robbie recorded the video. He wants Daniel to use the video to recruit people. Daniel says it's not about taking credit. You know, it's like, hey, I came to Miyagi. You know, Miyagi wasn't looking for me. So let those who need us find us. And that's where we see Dimitri, who again was established. Dimitri shows up. He was established as another important character in this season at the beginning of this episode. And he comes to Cobra Kai. And then the final scene, Sensei Kreese and Miguel. Again, he's still hesitant. But Johnny says there's nothing to worry about. But. Kreese says a line, and to me, that line that he says, mm-hmm. let's break it down. Go ahead. Tell us about that. So just to quickly uh, break down that scene, it, you know, it cuts after Daniel and Robbie, or Daniel and Dimitri at Miyagi-Do. It cuts back to Johnny and Cobra Kai. And so Hawk is asking Johnny about a thrust kick. Or, no, Johnny's demonstrating a thrust kick. Then Hawk's at, Hawk asks, well, what if your opponent attacks from behind? Johnny looks over to Crease and he's asked, he asks him, why don't you take this one? And here's this quote that uh, Crease says, he's like, the key to this move is to make your enemy think you are retreating. But just as they let their guard down, that's when you strike the hardest. He's basically spelling it out. Yeah. <laughs> he's calling his shot. He's calling I said his that. shot. I said that too, man. He's, he's, I mean, he's laid out the plan. He's laying out exactly what he's doing to Johnny. Yep. Right. That's exactly. I mean, it doesn't get any more. What is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> obvious. I mean, if Johnny just, you know, pays attention. Yeah. Hey, man, do you think uh, that's perfect, bro? I'm not even going to, there's not even anything else to say because that's exactly what I was going to say. But do you think, <laughs> you know, we know that because we know how the season ends? Yes. Probably, right? Probably. Right. Probably. But, I think in real time when we were watching it for the very first time, which was, you know, what, two years ago? Yeah, as we're watching because, uh, again, the way the way YouTube released it, they just released the whole season. And that's how TV shows are now. It's not like back yeah. in the day where every Wednesday at 8 o'clock on right. Fox, 90210, or every Sunday <laughs> at 8 o'clock p.m., The Sopranos. It's not like that anymore. Now it's like right. we're going to release a season and they all go there, right? And mm-hmm. so... Uh, but you binge. I, yeah, you binge watch now, but I think... As we were going through the episodes back then, you know, it was like, oh, dude, Crease is, Crease is badass, right? You know, Crease is, that's pretty tight, right? You know, but uh, yeah, but now knowing what we know, we're kind of like, dude, like, we know why he says that. You know, we know exactly, exactly why he says that. And so, yeah, that was that was pretty good. He kind of, like you said, he laid out his game plan. He called his shot, you know, so. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely, man. And so. Again, at first glance, you didn't really think much of it. But now that we've seen it, you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, and we're not going to ruin that? it for people, though. Yeah, right, we're not going to yeah. ruin it for people. We're just saying, well, you know. We're not going to go into it. I guess the, the giveaway, if you think about it, was the giveaway with it was uh, we always talk about Johnny smiling at Daniel, you know, when he does certain things. But 
the giveaway in this is is uh crease kind of gives that little grin that he has which he gave at the end of episode one of season two remember when he yeah. fixed the trophy he gave that little grin when johnny came and got mm-hmm. so if anything that's that's <laughs> kind of a giveaway man so yeah all right brother so that's it man for for episode four so let's do this before we talk about um you know any more lessons that you got from this or we want to kind of summarize the lessons uh give us the scene from this episode that you can watch over and over again only one scene only one scene from this episode uh i would have to say it's you know daniel and the fisherman man okay you know when he's dead down on his luck man we all have moments like that you know when you're down you're thinking okay man everything's gone wrong i don't know what to do and you just see that sign man that sign of light and yeah here you go you're back on top or not back on top but you get going in the right direction again you get some hope you know you get some hope yeah and, you know sure. you keep trying so yeah that's the scene i can keep watching okay again. okay you know what uh i'll go with johnny increases conversation you know johnny just, increases yeah. yeah that's also a good one man. johnny increases conversation just uh johnny sympathizing with him and and giving him a chance of redemption giving him some grace all right so what about uh your favorite quote or line it's got to be Amanda's man. Amanda, okay. when she tells Robbie, that's my favorite one. We all make mistakes, but it's what we do next that counts. That's man, good. I love that quote. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. You know what? I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah we'll leave it there. That's dope. I like that, Amanda. <laughs> all right. So, any uh, any other lessons, or you want to summarize kind of what you what you shared throughout this episode? Oh, just the two that I wrote down is you know what what Amanda said about mistakes yeah. and what you mentioned about. Uh, about Johnny saying, you know, you're here to fight, but you have to fight. Yeah, or, yeah, for sure. You know, you have a chance to be a fighter, but to, fighter, in order to do that, to, you have to fight. Yeah, exactly. So those are the two, man. Okay. Those are the two that I that stuck with me at, at uh, on this episode. All right, very good. And for me, I guess I'll just kind of, uh, man. Let me just. I guess the one that stands out is just, um, you know, have grace with others. You know, I'm just gonna, yeah. Let me, let me. You know what? Have grace with others, and what I mean by that is is you can be gracious to others. You can, and what I mean by gracious, you can be compassionate. You can be loving. You can be forgiving towards others when you know that you're not perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? So don't judge others when you know you haven't been perfect. Exactly. Bottom line, you know, Johnny could have been like, well, you see, you deserve everything that happened to you crease because you messed up my life. But at that point, Johnny didn't see him with eyes of judgment Johnny's son with eyes of like, yo, I'm going to have grace on this dude because I know how it is to feel like my life right. is over. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. lesson out there for y'all that are listening. Hey, be gracious unto others unless you're perfect. And as the good book says, unless <laughs> unless you live without sin, hey, be the first one to cast that stone. But I don't think there's anyone out there who can do that, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, man. All right. Let's break it down. Top, top characters. Uh, again, Johnny's always number one because he's the Michael Jordan of this series. Yep. <laughs> uh, who, who else you got? Who's going to round out the other four? Uh, let me see. I'm going to start off with Dimitri just for the comedic ah! value. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just, just the comedic value. I think and I'm then, biased, uh, though, bro, because I don't like that cat. But go ahead. All right. like okay, no, okay. No, here's another one. I think you're going to like this okay. one. I got to shout out to Raymond. Yeah, shout yeah. Out to Raymond. Yeah, for sure. Raymond. <laughs> here's why. He's he's out of place at the dojo, but he doesn't let that stop him, man. He <laughs> sticks he... out like a sore thumb, but he's 
still wants to learn. He still wants to train with Cobra Kai. And I so like I what just, he said. And we didn't mention this, dude. He said, uh, he's like, I can take kids. I can handle them. He's like, this is a class for teenagers. He's like, not a problem. I can handle them or something like that. I can handle I can. Yeah, I'm not afraid of them or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, um, I put down Robbie just because, number one, you see a little more interest in Sam. Okay. And, and how he, you know, shows a little protectiveness when Amanda lost her wallet, you know? Yeah. Quickly went and confronted those guys. He could have easily told security, you know, yeah. where everything was. But no, he he wanted to take matters into his own hands. So okay. I'm going to give him a little props to that. All right. And um, you got Daniel coming to his senses, you know, about Miyagi-Do. Okay. Trying to recruit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, this is not what Mr. Miyagi wanted. So, so that's, that's that. five? Really? That's, let me see, one, two, three. No, that's four. Oh, okay. Who do you got That's though? Do you, have, do you put Johnny? I put uh, I did put Johnny, but I'm gonna put Tori just for her. Oh yeah, you got to put Tori, dude. Tori's Tori, and, yeah, Tori was dope. Yeah, that's why yeah, I got Tori's I, in there. I wanted to hold back because there's gonna be another episode where she she yeah, throws she, down a little wisdom, but I'm gonna save it for then. But now I had to give her. Yeah, no, Tori. Tori established herself as as a great character in this episode as a character that. That you kind of want to know more about, so I definitely throw yeah. Tori in there and Crease to me, you know. Yeah. So I can I can boot out the Dimitri and put Crease in there. <laughs> yeah. I love I love I love his I love his vulnerability and maybe yeah maybe it was a you know um, manipulation you know, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I like that he finally opened up to to Johnny you know and maybe or it wasn't maybe it wasn't manipulation maybe you know that's just the way Crease is made man you know he's just kind of like he's gonna open up but. But if he sees an opening, he's going to take it, too. So, Or, you know what? It could also be that, hey, he was just caught red-handed and he had no choice. Uh, I, I, I would not put it past him. <laughs> I would not put it. Because, you know, I mean, he couldn't hide it anymore. Johnny sure. was there. He had already seen yeah. him. You know, so he's like, all right, this is my last card. I got to play. <laughs> hey, you see what happens when you break down Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Good stuff, man. But that's it, man. We've finished another episode, and the way it plays out for all you guys who are listening for the next couple of weeks, man, we're going to continue breaking down these episodes, and it's going to lead to the first week of January when Cobra Kai Season 3 premieres on January 8th. So thank you so much for listening to us. Jose, appreciate you again, brother, for just you know just giving me your time to just discuss about this show, bro. It's It's fun times, man. So... Hope you're enjoying Likewise, it as much man. as I am, man. Oh, absolutely, man. Great time as always. You know, love talking about the show, man. Thanks again for having me. My All right, pleasure. brother. So until next time, man. All right. All right, then. Take care, bro. Right. That about wraps up another episode of Mission Driven with AC Cristales. I hope you guys have enjoyed Jose and I talking about Cobra Kai. But we're not just talking about Cobra Kai. We're breaking down some wisdom, baby. We're giving you some nuggets, nuggets that you can apply to your life. So we hope that you've enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another episode of Mission Driven, breaking down Cobra Kai. So until then, I wish you guys nothing, nothing but the eternal three, faith, hope, love.